Hey everyone, welcome to The Daily Word. I'm really glad that you've joined me. And for our Daily Word today, we're in Ezekiel chapter 45. And I'd like to share verses 16 and 17 with you. And then let's talk for a few minutes today about the prince. All the people of Israel must join in bringing these offerings to the prince. The prince will be required to provide offerings that are given at the religious festivals, the new moon celebrations, the Sabbath days, and all other similar occasions. He will provide the sin offerings, burnt offerings, grain offerings, liquid offerings, and peace offerings to purify the people of Israel, making them right with the Lord. Now, we're seeing in this, this vision, remember we're in this vision that God gives to Ezekiel of a, a restored temple. He's getting a tour by this angel, and we've, we've then gotten to this, this portion of this vision of restoration where there is this reallocation of, of the land, and it's going to continue this this way for the next uh, next few chapters here, and and it's pointing back to the original allocation of the land as Israel is liberated by God from slavery in Egypt, brought through the wilderness and into the promised land. And what um, is also described here are the duties of the prince, and I think it's interesting. It's, it's maybe difficult to understand exactly the significance, but it's interesting, at least, that what's listed here is a prince and not the king. Now, it could indicate that the people of Israel are, are not going to be a, a sovereign nation right away here, and so they're going to be, uh, well, they're under Babylon, they're going to be under Persia, uh, or perhaps, and I think this is probably more the case, and it's more important for sure. And that is an indication that God is king. Now, the allocation of the land for the prince, as well as the offering, the collection that will be given to the prince, uh, are for the provision of the temple. The prince is the stewardship of resources that are for the provisioning of the temple. And, and I think that th this is probably a good point to just pause here and to consider our own stewardship. That is to say, what is it that God has entrusted to us? And for what purpose? One of the, the most important things that, that I have found for the, the health and the joy of our souls is to recognize, acknowledge humbly that God is the source of our provision. That in fact, what God has enabled us to have, what he's given us, is in fact his. That who we are, our, our very lives are not our own. We were bought at a price, a very high price, the cost of God's own Son. And so we are not our own. What God has given to us is not our own. It belongs to God. And He has entrusted us with these gifts for, for His purposes. He's entrusted us with those gifts to provide for us. 
He has entrusted us with gifts to bless us as His children. And He has entrusted us with His gifts to advance the ministry of Jesus Christ, especially through the church of Jesus Christ, through the church family. Now, we see not only does this, um, this allocation, does it point back to the allocation of the land as the people are coming into the promised land, but also it points forward. It points forward to the fact that the prince provides the sin offering. Now, is, isn't that interesting? And don't you think, don't you think that it's not a coincidence that Jesus Christ provides our sin offering? Is this not pointing forward to the Prince of Heaven, Jesus Christ? Is it, is it not pointing forward to the Prince of Peace, Jesus Christ, and the fact that He provides our sin offering? I want to ask you to also notice that the secular duties of the Prince are actually not listed here. The prince is called to, to stop oppression, right? And, and, and yet, there's, um, there's not really a mention of the functioning of a, of a secular government. And it seems to me that this is pointing forward to the coming kingdom of God. That in the kingdom of God, there is, is no need for a, a secular government, for a, a government to provide order and, and punishment to allow people to, to actually live in, in peace, that in fact only the redeemed are in the kingdom of God, and so there is peace in God, and there is, there, there is the, 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 great, um, the great rule of God that is love, love for people, for one another, love for God. The focus of what we do in the kingdom of God is is to enjoy God and to, to praise Him and to do all that we do in, in devotion uh, to Him, to enjoy His renewed creation to His glory, right? And, and so it seems to me that this is also pointing forward to Jesus Christ and His cross where He pays the price for our sin. He provides the sin offering Himself. and pointing forward yet further still to Jesus' second coming and to the, the establishment of the kingdom of God, the coming of the kingdom in full, to which we pray, along with the, it's in the very last chapter of the, of the Bible, come Lord Jesus, come. Amen. Amen. And friends, till we have a chance to speak again, I pray that God would bless you and that he would keep you.